With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. So we both thought last night was a pretty good combination. We had it in our best bets portion of the show yesterday to bet on Atlanta with no Trey Young, yeah. but also fade Utah at the same time. You had a good observation on that team yesterday. What what do you want to point out here moving forward with the Jazz? It's just like this is so first off, and this is, I think, lost at the trade deadline by the betting market. The, the Jazz for a team that are floating around 11th are actually a pretty highly rated team. And rightfully so. They're very well coached. They were a team last year that was one of the best in the NBA in terms of the ATS numbers. I think they're still up there. We were just talking about it right in terms of top five. But what I think is lost in, in the sauce, if you will, is the fact that even though you don't remember or know really much about like the impact of Kelly Olenek or Simone Fontecchio or Ochak Baji, three guys that were shipped off at the trade deadline, those are three guys that average 20 plus minutes a game for the Utah Jazz, who again are not even a play-in team at this point right now. And now you go back to last night and what's going on with this team and you're getting, and rightfully so, but you know, you're getting 29, 30 minutes from Taylor Hendricks, a rookie who was in the G League earlier this year. Keontae George played over 30 minutes for this team, and they're doing the right thing by developing these rookies and these young guys, but they're doing just that. This is all about developmental process for these guys. And so while you're still getting good minutes from guys like Larry Markinen and uh, you know uh, Jordan Clarkson, they're doing more to turn this team over to the young guys that are going to be a part of this club. And I think that's what's kind of lost here in terms of the market consistently powerating Utah where it's at. It, it's it's not the same team that covered as many games as they were last year or the team that got off to the start they are. Now it's about developing rookies, giving them 30-plus minutes a game. And I think you're just kind of seeing that in terms of the play. And it's why I think that this mark, this team's a little overvalued. And you look at the ATS numbers, Mitch, in recent form, they've been awful. Uh, Utah Jazz have been. Yep. They got the win and they, they got the cover over the San Antonio Spurs. But you're talking about a team that is now 1-7 ATS in their last eight games. And if you expand that out, we're talking about 3-10 and 10 ATS in their last 13. The market's just a little too high on this. So I came into this coming out of the, the first half, if you will, and into this. It's been consistently betting against Utah. And so far, it has come to fruition that I just, I'm, like, I'm at odds with the market here. The market's too high. All right. So we had Julian Edlow on the show 45 minutes ago. He hosts a show on the weekends here called The Sweat, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And I kind of razzed him a little bit because he did not give out the Pelicans' first half. Right. Because they, it's seemingly the Pelicans play every single Wednesday when Julian joins us, and he's they've been awesome covering first half numbers, right? So when he was on, I was staring right at an app, a national sportsbook app that had the Pacers laying seven tonight. Well, that's long gone because they're now down to five and a half. Pelicans taking money here early this morning, and the total is 239. Do you have any opinion on this game at all? No, only because when, I, again, like I like to have early in the mornings, the tough part of betting these games is you want clarity on what's going to happen. And the, as Julian mentioned, right, you have questions as to whether or not the New Orleans Pelicans are going to arrest anybody. You've had guys that have been playing with questionable tags for the last couple of days. So you want to make sure that you're going to have guys that are going to be out there on the floor. And I think that's part of the big thing here. Pacers have a couple of guys that are questionable, uh, 
but the real one is Aaron Neesmith, who's questionable. He's been missing some time recently. That's not going to impact this number. It's more whether or not you're going to get Zion Williamson and or Brandon Ingram out there on the floor on the second leg of a back-to-back, especially on the road against an Eastern Conference opponent where some of these Western Conference matchups are going to hold a little bit more weight. So if you're going to rest, guys, this might be an opportunity to do it if you're New Orleans. So I didn't have a real opinion because, again, I'd rather have clarity. I've been burned too many times trying to get ahead of injury reports and say, you know what, no, I'm reading the tea leaves here. Sure. Uh, I think that this makes sense that they would actually come out and play this guy, and then, in fact, they do not. <laughs> and yep. I don't want to do it again. Okay, so the Cavaliers, they had the buzzer beater last night, half-court buzzer beater, Max Drews, to win the game against the Mavericks. Both those teams, by the way, playing back-to-back tonight's. But for the meantime, we'll stick with the Cleveland Cavaliers here. They open up four-point favorites on the road against the Bulls tonight. They've been bet up to five now at a bunch of spots. The Bulls are below 500. The Cavaliers are the team that I hinted about before the break. They are 24-2 and two straight up against teams below 500. Beating the crap out of them. They are. They're taking them out behind the woodshed, doing their business, and moving on to the next game. Do you agree with this line move, however? Um, I wouldn't necessarily, because here's the, the thing with Chicago that's kind of annoying, um, is that they're trying. It's annoying because I have this under on their win total. And they're still covering numbers at a relatively decent clip. They've been pretty good this season overall. Uh, specifically, though, at home as a home underdog this season, Chicago, 6-3. Uh, and There's going to be 6-4 and four straight up, 6-3-1 and one against the spread. This has been a favorable situation for them. And for Cleveland, while I think you've been taking care of business against some of these lesser teams, at the very least for Chicago, they have been up for a lot of these matchups. And the Bulls do have a little bit of size that they can match up with the size down low for Cleveland. And I think you can make the argument that Cleveland right now is flying at the, the top of the market. They have failed to cover their last six games. Uh, if you look at the stretch that they have been on, despite the fact that, if I remember correctly, I think right now, Mitch, we're talking about a team that is in the range of, I want to say 13-3 and three in their last 16 games. They've only covered, uh, I think I've got it down as about six of those games. Okay. So, like, they're not covering at a really high clip because they're power rated to the moon. So, I would actually lean more here towards Chicago. If you're going to be at full strength, you're going to have guys out there. They've been good in the home dog role. And Cleveland, while they've been beating up on teams, Winning is one thing. Covering is another. When mm-hmm. you're power rated as high as Cleveland has, it's shown as they failed to cover their last six games. So the team they played last night, and they beat at the buzzer, the Dallas Mavericks, they open up three and a half. Yeah. They're, now they're on the road again, but they had to go north of the border to play Toronto. And they open up three and a half. They're down to two and a half at uh, a couple of spots, including here at Circa. Mavericks, Raptors, Obviously, with a high total as well, they're 242 and a half. The Mavs are 18 and five versus teams below 500. Raptors nine and 23 versus teams above 500. Do you like Dallas though here? Uh, no, I think Toronto. Do you really? We, yeah, okay. we, we would circle. I think first off, um, when you're looking at the Raptors, they're going to be they're going to have a slight rest advantage, right? They had a day off, so they're playing at home here against Dallas that is coming in on no rest, uh, willing to kind of run up and down the floor and push the tempo here for a team that might be a little taxed after a really tough matchup in Cleveland yesterday. Uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, you're talking about your third game in four days. So again, not only you're coming in on no rest, but it's a less than favorable situation in terms of overall games played up to this point, especially when you have to go, right, to travel up north of the border, play a team that's going to try to run you up and down the floor as often as possible. Now, Jakob Pertle might not play. Yep. That actually might speed Toronto up, right? They actually play really quickly with Pertle on the floor anyway, but without kind of a plotting big, you're going a little bit smaller. You're going to be able to spread the floor out. I think this might be a pretty tough matchup given what you just saw. And look, we saw Indiana. Right over the weekend, Indiana gave Dallas trouble because they were running up and down the floor, and that's not necessarily something that Dallas wants to do. So, given the fact that you're in a negative rest situation, third game in four nights, playing a, a tough team, at least in terms of the pace that they play with, I would want to play Toronto. And there's the door open that uh, look, 
The usage rate has been insanely high for Luka. Kyrie Irving has missed time. There is a small chance that you might see one or both of these, uh, one of these guys maybe take a night off here uh, against Toronto in the second leg of back-to-back, given the situation schedule-wise. All right, so no, the marquee game of the night tonight is in Los Angeles. Yeah, baby. Technically, it's a Clippers home game against the Lakers, and the Clip joint open up a four-and-a-half-point uh, favorite. There is no Paul George in this game tonight. And the Lakers took some money as a result. I think it got down to three, actually, at the lowest point. Now back to three and a half at most spots. I think that uh, you actually said this before the show started. You're the wrong guy to talk to about the Clippers because you love this team. Yep, absolutely. You love them tonight? Uh, I think think they're the side here against the Los Angeles Lakers. First off, they've played the matchup well overall. Now, here's the thing, though, and this is... Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are Are you and have you been higher on the Clippers than the market the entire year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially I, when they were actually covering numbers. And that's what I was going to bring up here really quickly is the market's kind of finally caught up. And the, the play has not been consistent for them. They're 3-4 and four, uh, straight up in their last seven games. They're 0-7 against the spread. Or excuse me, 1-6 against the spread in those seven games, too. So the market's finally caught up with, from power rating perspective, where this team should actually be. And while they're playing at home, you don't rate this as a normal home court. You rate it in the sense that you're playing in your own floor. But, of course, it's going to be a Laker-heavy crowd considering it's in Los Angeles and it's in, um, what, the crypt now, as we call it. Uh, But this is a team that comes in. They've had two days off. They're getting ready. They're practicing. Uh, This has kind of been the mindset here for this team. If you read, like, the clippings coming out of uh, Los Angeles for the Los Angeles Clippers, really focusing on their their ability to defend, which has been kind of hit or miss here over the last couple of games. Gave up 129 to OKC. Gave up 123 to Sacramento. Both of those games losses. Think you're going to be able to do it. And don't take the questionable tag seriously for LeBron James. He's been listed as questionable for every single game. He's going to play tonight here against the Los Angeles Clippers. But I think that this is one where you might see a small bump in favor of the Lakers when you get closer to game time, Mm because that's when the public comes in, and that's when you'll get the official, hey, LeBron's active. But I still think this closes about three, and you come in here and lay it with the Los Angeles Clippers today. All right, one side note. uh, As we're talking about teams and their records against uh, teams above 500, Boston is number one in the NBA, 23-11. and Minnesota and OKC are right behind them at 23-12 and 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 22-12, respectively. Then there's a massive drop-off to everybody else. The Wolves and OKC are absolutely for real this year. Oh, 100%. 100%. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.